today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought. What do you think of when you go to the gas station? We'll talk about why you should be really angry and really angry at one person. The Taliban is doing something that you could never have predicted in Afghanistan after taking the country over. Can you guess what it is, boys and girls? Here's a hint. It's the first thing that any evil dictator or group of dictators always does before they really start to take rights away from people. Why did a black principal in the city of Atlanta, why did she think it was a good idea to bring back segregation by race? Yeah, really. We've got the biggest of lies from a leftist hack who writes for Salon, where bad writers go to get worse. Governor Ron DeSantis is being blamed for four COVID deaths among teachers, but what the dumbass who wrote it forgot to do was really check the facts. And we've got one more time. We're going to repeat it to the people on the left, the cult of gun control, why you're more likely to use your firearm in self-defense against someone you know rather than someone you don't know. Again, another big lie from the left. We're going to endeavor to eradicate today. Come on. Let's go have some fun, kids. Time to kick this pig. Welcome, my friend, to another edition of the Daily Gator Daily Thought. Let's start with just a few words, really, about the, the one of the biggest lies that the cult of gun control tells. You've probably heard this before. You've probably heard breathless uh, anchors on, on, uh, on gun control and gun violence. And you've heard them say something to the effect of, you know, you're more likely to shoot someone you know if you own a firearm than someone who's a complete stranger. And what does that mean? You know a lot of people. See, when you hear someone you know, you assume a family member. Uh, you assume some tragic accident. 
you assume uh, something of that nature. But you know a lot of people. <clears throat> I mean, you know the guy who you called out to, uh, I don't know, to fix your lawnmower or something, or, or work on your car you couldn't get out of your driveway. They come, they do a good job, they fix it. They bring an assistant, maybe an apprentice, maybe a trainee, but that trainee they don't know a lot about, and maybe that person who you get introduced to them so you know them, but maybe they're not really on the up and up. Maybe they're shady. Maybe they come back to uh, to try to decide to take advantage of you because you're elderly. They try to break in your home, or they do break in your home. You know them, but when they're threatening you and attacking you, and you shoot them and kill them, you just shot and killed someone you, quote, know. But just because you know someone doesn't mean they can't be a threat. I mean, let's face it. Like I said, you know a lot of people. People become obsessed with people. You have the ex-boyfriends, uh, You sometimes the ex-girlfriends who become obsessed and they can't handle the breakup. So they make themselves a threat to somebody. So many reasons you might shoot somebody that you, quote, know. But it doesn't mean it wasn't justified. doesn't mean you didn't have a right to do it. doesn't mean you weren't morally right to do it. Does it? No, it doesn't. So understand that lie from the left. Most people, yeah, do shoot someone they know. Yeah, I know that guy, a woman might say. I went out, out with him a couple times, and he became really clutchy and kind of controlling, gave me the creeps, and I, I told him I didn't want to see him again. But he kept coming around, kept harassing me. I had a restraining order, and eventually he broke in my home, and my new boyfriend was over, and my boyfriend shot him and killed him. You knew him, but he was still a threat. Remember that. Don't get caught up in the quick thinking. Too many people try to jump to reactions now. They use emotions, not their brains. <clears throat> if you use your brains, my friends, you will not fall for the lies of the left. And speaking of lies of the left, let's go to possibly the most the most far left-wing nutcase batshit crazy website you will ever, ever encounter The Root, which is a, uh, a black supremacist website. They hate whitey there. Trust me. They hate whitey. They hate conservatives. They hate black people who are conservatives. They hate anyone who doesn't conform to their very, very militaristic left-wing nutcase ideal of how you should live your life. And they really have uh, DeSantis derangement disorder. I mean, they loathe, the left loathe, the Florida governor on DeSantis. But the writers of The Root may have that uh, triple D disorder worse than... Than anybody. Consider this piece I just found. <clears throat> Consider the headline. Four Florida teachers die from COVID-19 in 24 hours, and the stupid-ass governor is still banning mask mandates in schools. The governor they're speaking of is DeSantis. Uh, 
<clears throat> and the little subheadline below it see, uh, reads, Ron DeSantis is continuing his lifelong legacy of ensuring that Florida continues to be the worst state in America. Worst state in America? Have you seen a state called California? How about New York? How about Illinois? How about several states? How about Oregon? Boy, they're really in a cesspool right now. But enough about which is the worst or best state, whatever. Let's get into what they say. Remember, four teachers died from COVID-19 within 24 hours. The root is blaming Ron DeSantis. Let's look at why they're blaming him. And here's the piece by uh, the writer's name is Stephen Crockett. He writes, I believe it was Martin Luther King Jr. who said that if a governor issues an executive order and that governor is the governor of Florida, then his language, not mine, upcoming, I'm not going to censor it. I'm just going to read what he wrote. Then fuck that governor because he's an idiot whose ban on mass mandates is going to let people die. <clears throat> In a 24-hour span, three teachers and a teaching assistant in Florida's uh, Broward County have died from complications of COVID-19. And since Broward County Public Schools has known that its governor is a complete COVID idiot, uh, earlier this week, the district was like, fuck Governor Ron DeSantis and issued its own mass mandate. Now, you would believe, reading that, you would believe that <clears throat> that these teachers caught the virus because there was no mask mandate. You would believe that the governor's mask mandate somehow magically prevents a teacher from wearing a mask if they choose. <clears throat> you would also assume that all the choices about catching, not catching COVID, uh, were taken away from these teachers by the evil, evil governor. And you would also assume that this was caught in school. But facts, facts. According to CBS Miami, three of the four teachers, <coughs> I apologize for the throat irritation, Three of the four teachers were unvaccinated. Why were they unvaccinated? It's it's very, very high likelihood they wouldn't have caught it. And if they did, they would have had much, much milder symptoms and wouldn't have tragically died. But they were unvaccinated. And all four of these teachers, uh, high school teacher, elementary school teacher, and teaching assistant, and the remaining teacher were from the same school. <clears throat> they were on summer break when they caught the coronavirus and died right before the school year was set to begin. Hold on. I thought Ron DeSantis was responsible. I thought his mask mandate forced these teachers to go to school and teach and do their jobs without masks because he somehow magically forbade them from wearing masks. You know, because the governor says, I'm not going to mandate that you wear a mask, that doesn't stop you from choosing to wear a mask. They also chose not to be vaccinated, right? But they weren't even working. 
They weren't even in school at the time. They caught it over summer break. So how the hell did his mask mandate that doesn't prevent anyone from choosing to wear a mask, by the way, just prevents local governments in the state of Florida from forcing you to, how did, how is he responsible for their deaths? Especially since they caught it over summer break. You want to explain that, Mr. Crockett? Of course you can't because you're an intellectual coward. And you hide behind your badge of journalism and your fake outrage because you're black and you're a victim. And these teachers were victimized by this horrible, horrible governor who had not the first damn thing with them choosing not to be vaccinated, choosing, choosing not to be vaccinated. And if masks were such a protection, I'd like to know if they were wearing their mask when they contracted COVID. And if they were not wearing masks, why did they choose not to? So a mask mandate would have saved them. Why couldn't they choose to do that? It's pretty simple. Mr. Crockett is full of you know what. And it's not just bigotry and hatred and ignorance. He's full of lies. Nothing but a carnival barking idiot. If he was a lawyer, he'd be chasing ambulances. But it said he's a muckraker and nothing more. Now listen to this part. It's extremely frightening. Uh, Broward Teachers Union President Anita Fusco told CBS Miami, I hear this every day, whether <laughs> Broward or elsewhere, we're the fifth largest union in the country. It really hits because we, we've been in this conversation about masking up at schools, our own elected governor acting like masks are not necessary. He's not telling you not to wear a mask. Either this woman is stupid or she's a liar. It's that simple. And I'll bet you want to go with the lying part, the liar part, if you're uh, if you're wanting to make money off your bets on that one. So again, just consider the governor of Florida says when school starts, I I'm not going to let anybody mandate that children wear masks. Children wear masks. I'm not going to allow that to be mandated. The parents should have the option. They should have the choice. That doesn't prevent anyone from masking their children. Doesn't address teachers who choose not to be vaccinated. Doesn't say they can't wear a mask. Again, the left lies. They lie with the ease with which you breathe, my friends. It's an involuntary function with these bottom feeders. And they really hate DeSantis. And lying? Do they even care? <clears throat> no, they don't. And they'll continue to do it. <clears throat> now let's look at, <clears throat> let's go back to gun control a minute. 
In the opening, I said there's something that dictators, whether it's a group or one individual, they always do one thing. In Nazi Germany, in Lenin's Soviet Union, followed by Stalin in charge of the Soviet Union, you name the country that's communist or run by Nazis uh, or any type of dictator, including the dictators who claim they're they're carrying out the, the tenets of, of Islam. They always disarm the people. I'll never forget I had this debate with this genius. And this genius leftist thought he had had me nailed because I, I referenced Hitler as one of the and the Nazis in Germany as one of the groups that had disarmed people before many of the the worst transgressions against liberty started. And you know what this idiot came up with? He called me a liar and said he had proof. He said the only people Hitler explicitly forbade from having firearms were Jews. And I remember, remember thinking... And then I ask him one question. So you're telling me that the Nazis did disarm people, but they only disarmed the Jews, you say? Is that right? That's right. Well, guess what, Ace? Ask yourself this. What happened next? And he had nothing to say. He realized what he had said, yet he still refused to embrace the idea that dictators always disarm the populace. And now it's happening in Afghanistan. Thanks there, President Mumbles, for fucking that one up. Excuse my French. Uh, <clears throat> but the Taliban, according to Town Hall and uh, several other sources, like everybody, is confiscating private firearms because they're telling the people of Afghanistan there's no need to have them anymore. We're here to protect you famous last words they're also telling women that they're going to respect their rights to be educated and to to be equal and of course they've already shot one woman in the head and killed her because she wasn't wearing a freaking burqa so the Taliban is just like any other group of thugs and they're disarming the citizens not because the citizens don't, quote, need them, but because the citizens of Afghanistan are now slaves to the state, the state which will be run or is being run now by the Taliban. Again, thanks, President Mumbles. Uh, and I'll say no more about Afghanistan beyond that, but it's always the same lesson. The left never learns from these lessons. They never, ever, ever learn from these lessons. I can say that a thousand times, and it'd still be true. They never learn. They always bury their head in the sand and pretend that when a dictator, a totalitarian, steps in and says, we're going to take your firearms for the common good. You don't need them anyway. We'll protect you. It always leads to hellaciously bad events always and that was Julio Ro, uh, Rojas from Town Hall reporting that news and I'm sure the Taliban will 
then respect the rights of everyone who who kindly hands over their firearms. No, <clears throat> they're not going to do that, of course. And they're not going to respect women either. And how about this one? This is uh, from Matt Vespa, also Town Hall. He asked a very important question. Why would a black principal in Atlanta was uh, was slapped with a federal discrimination lawsuit? Why would that be? Why, why, why? <clears throat> well, there's a woman in Atlanta who who is suing this principal. Uh, Christopher Rufo tweeted this out. Uh, this is critical race theory in tweets of the story. Atlanta mother files federal complaint after learning that students in her child's school are being segregated by racial categorization by the principal. So apparently <clears throat> there are six groups of white kids who will put in whites only classes and two groups with blacks only. Uh, and the mother of one of the who was black didn't like that. She was very, very unhappy about it and has filed a federal discrimination complaint alleging God bless it, alleging the school segregated students based on their race. Uh, the mother's name is Kyla Posey, and she is black. She told WSB-TV in Atlanta, we've lost sleep trying to figure out how or why would a person do this. First, it was this disbelief that I was having this conversation in 2020 with a person that looks just like me, a black woman. It's segregating the classrooms. You cannot segregate classrooms. You can't do it. My community, she says, had they known about this, would probably be extremely upset. Not just the black parents, but also white parents, Posey added. Posey said that the practice was put in place last year at Mary Lynn Elementary School by the principal, whose name is Sharon Briscoe. Uh, that principal is black, is a woman. And is a moron, yes. Uh, Bosey explained that black students uh, were put in two classes <coughs> with two different teachers, and white students were put in six classes with six different teachers. She found out about the segregation when she asked the principal to place her child with a teacher who, the, who she thought would be a good fit. She recalled to WSB. And the answer she got blew her away. When she requested that her child be placed in, in a classroom with this uh, specific teacher, the principal answered by saying, she, that's not one of the black classes. And the, the mother said, uh, what does that mean? And she said she was confused. And there's a story. So she's suing. So this black principal thought it'd be a good idea to segregate kids based on their race. You want to bet she's not a conservative? You want to bet she didn't vote for Trump? 
You want to bet she's never voted Republican in her life? But the right is is the racist, right? Wrong. And I hope this principle is removed as far as possible away from any child because she doesn't, well, she's not fit to be near children, quite frankly. <clears throat> pathetic, pathetic, and patheticer, uh, my friends. Now let's consider, if you were to go right now, I have to go get gas a little later. And the pain at the pump is getting... Well, really painful. <clears throat> and Katie Pavlich has noted that team mumbles, President Biden and and uh, cackling Kamala, they have basically set apart one of the first things they did that, that President Mumbles did was to what? Kill the Keystone Pipeline. And Katie Pavlich has this headline, after destroying American energy production, Biden begs OPEC to put more oil. I decades I heard Democrats, Democrats, and Republicans say, "Gotta get off foreign oil. Gotta get off foreign oil. Gotta end our dependence on foreign oil." Over and over and over and over. We had that under Trump. Of course, we also had mean tweets, so we had to get rid of it because people can't take a mean tweet. I'm not even on Twitter. My mean tweets are killing me. I don't care. I'll pay $18,000 to fill up my tank. How's it going for you now, moron? People who think this way. Who think with their little emotions rather than their brains. <clears throat> Pavlich writes, just hours after being sworn into office, President Joe Biden signed an executive order canceling the Keystone XL pipeline. The move did more than one thing, of course. It did kill thousands of union jobs, halted an infrastructure project already underway, and pushed the United States back into dependency on foreign energy sources. Wow, President Mumbles, how impressive. Biden further exacerbated U.S. dependency by halting leases for oil and gas drilling on federal lands. And you know what? It was about a month after he was sworn in. I went to the pump and, and filled up. And it was about the same amount I had left in the tank the last time when Trump was still president. I think it cost me 30 bucks, 28, 30 bucks, something like that. Want to know what it cost after Biden had been sworn in? <clears throat> 40 bucks. And it's even worse now. <clears throat> now, as gas prices continue to skyrocket, Pavlich continues, Biden is desperately asking the Organization for Petroleum Exporting Countries, also known as OPEC, to pump more oil. Higher gasoline prices, if left unchecked, risk harming the ongoing global recovery. The price of crude oil has been higher than it was at the end of 2019 before the onset of the pandemic. While OPEC recently agreed to production increases, these increases will not fully offset previous production cuts that OPEC imposed during the pandemic until well into 2022. At a critical moment in the global recovery, this is simply not enough. 
That is from White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan this past Wednesday. Huh, amazing. So who is responsible for this shortage? Not shortage, but the less U.S. production of oil has led to more foreign dependence and much higher gas prices, which is killing working Americans. How stupid are you if you vote for Democrats? This happens every time. And yet you knuckle-dragging Democrat voters go out there, yeah, hey, we're for a working man, they're for me, uh, yeah, they're going to kick the rich people, pay more taxes, and everything's going to be better for me. Um, better than for the working man. Biden's for the working man. Biden's for kicking working people in the nuts, you idiot. Stop voting. This idea that everyone should vote, everyone who's no smarter than that, who's been voting Democrat all their life and has never learned yet, please don't vote. Don't have children. Have as little contact with other human beings as you can because you're a brain-dead, walking, talking moron. Is that plain enough for you folks who continue to, to settle and for the lies that the left tells you? And the cost of living goes up because guess what? If tax, if uh, gas prices are higher, more at the grocery store, more for clothes, more for everything, because everything is transported by vehicles that run on gas, gas. So the more gas costs, the more everything costs. But at least we don't have any more mean tweets, right? <clears throat> Not to mention the jobs destroyed by attacking domestic energy production. Absolutely ridiculous, my friends. Yet, the Democrats keep doing it. They keep doing it. We have one more story. And I want to call it the, the biggest lie. It's from Salon, so... Put your anti-idiot columnist hat on and hazmat suit on because, again, Salon is where really bad writers who aren't that bright go to get worse as writers and show everyone how dumb they really are. And let's delve into that right about now, shall we? So away we go to Salon. Here's the headline. This piece is... Uh, Actually, yeah, about four days old, Cody Kane wrote it. Uh, and the headline is, well, it caught my eye immediately. Notice if you take note of the same thing I did. The headline is, Republicans claim to fear left-wing authoritarianism. But there's no such thing. There's no such thing. Does anyone deny, is this idiot Cody Kane denying that <clears throat> communism, socialism, Marxism, <clears throat> Castroism, Chavezism are all forms of, they come from all from Marxism. Very leftist ideology. It's the walking definition of leftism. And the only real example I can find, uh, there are some some countries that basically were just run by evil dictators, 
Mugabe and over in Africa and uh, Idi Amin. You can name some others probably. <clears throat> but they were all uh, <clears throat> you know, one person running things. It wasn't an ideology. And you can certainly look at uh, jihadism. You can look at the Taliban and uh, Al-Qaeda and others with with you have Sharia law, that's that's evil. But there is no such thing as leftist authoritarianism. Where where does this guy get this from? <clears throat> you know, the communists in the Soviet Union and East Germany and China, North Korea, Cuba, Venezuela, keep going. All leftists, all of them. But the subtitle here, the little headline right below it, <clears throat> Cody Kane writes, dictators sometimes cloak themselves in socialism, but tyranny here and elsewhere is always right wing. Really? So you're telling me that Stalin was a right winger. Now, I'm sure... A lot of people assume that Nazis, they are right-wingers, right? No, they're really not. Uh, they're sick bastards. Hitler, well, was left too. But really, I think Glenn Beck a few years ago did a really good job explaining why fascism is not on the right. It's really on the left. <clears throat> but I'm, I'm eager to, to read what Mr. Kane thinks of communists who did things and still are doing things, <clears throat> how they're somehow on the right. He starts out by talking about the big lie, blah, 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 January 6th, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> then he gets to this part. In fact, lying is the only way the right wing can win elections. After all, its policies are profoundly unpopular with unordinary people. I doubt this clown knows any ordinary people. Because the right wing favors the 1% rich of the 99% working and middle classes. Now listen to that last part. What is that but classic? That's straight out of Marxism. Class warfare. The bourgeoisie. The rich have to be overthrown. They have to be made to share their wealth. We must redistribute the wealth. Because it's not fair. That's straight out of the communist freaking manifesto. And this knuckle-dragging idiot says that all dictators are right-wingers. How in the world could 1% of the population ever win elections over the 99% he asks? Simple. The 1% bamboozles the 99%. <clears throat> to win elections, the right must conceal its true intention from the voters and engage in manipulative tactics like lying and fear-mongering. He, does he read what he actually writes? I wonder. <clears throat> Since we're discussing fear-mongering, the lies are not just little, little lies, they are whoppers. With cheese, apparently. They are the complete opposite of the truth. Okay, look, Cody. 
understand it's a salon, so I don't have a lot of high standards. When you say that something is a big lie, all whoppers, then you repeat yourself by saying they are the complete opposite of the truth. If something's a lie, it is the complete opposite of the truth. The only part you have backwards is that you have to repeat that because you can't write worth a damn. And you're on the side telling the lies, not telling the truth. Like the lies about the founding of this country, the principles of this nation, the greatness of capitalism, free enterprise, and protecting individual rights like the right to keep and bear arms, the right to freedom of speech, the right to, the right to get wealthy if you can. All those are wonderful things. Then he double triples down and says, not only are they the complete opposite of the truth, he adds they are 180 degrees from the truth. Then he adds they are polar opposites of the truth. Like from the North Pole all the way to the South Pole, hence the term big lie. Cody, you just said the same thing five times in one damn paragraph. Please put your crayons away. Yet shockingly, he continues, many of these egregious lies actually work. They take hold. They create a false impression in the mind of the public. One of the egregious lies that has taken root throughout society and remains persistent today is the false notion that dictatorships and fascism are associated with the left. They are. <clears throat> Once again, this is the exact opposite of the truth. Dictatorships and fascism are right wing, not left wing. Incorrect, Cody, incorrect. <clears throat> he writes, this big lie grew out of the aftermath of World War II and the emergence of the Cold War in the extreme backlash against communism and the Soviet Union. Now, understand history. After the Second World War ended, the Soviet Union began to gobble up as many countries as it could. Half of Germany became East Germany, complete police state, completely, completely left-wing socialism, communism in charge there, Cody. Czechoslovakia, Poland, Romania, country after country after country, was taken over by the Soviets and forced, forced, forced. You know what that word means, Cody? To live under communism. Yet our reaction opposing these power grabs by communists, well, that's 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 oh, that makes us look bad. We were just having extreme backlash against communism and the Soviet Union. Because the Soviet Union was trying to gobble up all of Europe and take it over, Cody. Read a history book, please. This was the era of the Red Scare and lying Republican demagogues like Joe McCarthy from Wisconsin <coughs> who falsely smeared innocent liberals as being dangerous communists, destroying their careers and lives. This period ranks among the most shameful in U.S. history. Cody, you are aware that uh, the Red Scare was based, again, 
on the behavior of communists who are decidedly left wing. So somehow the dictatorship, what the Soviet Union was doing by taking over countries by force and enslaving the people to communism, basically, that was all okay with people like Cody Kane. But my God, we had a negative reaction to it in America, in the West. We actually care about people's rights to speak and write and associate with whom they want and to live as they choose. How dare we, right-wingers? Can you believe that someone is actually writing for a major publication? Okay, it's Salon, not a major publication, but you believe this garbage? What type of degree does this fool have from school? Was he kicked in the head by a mule numerous times? I mean, I've got to I've got to get to the bottom of why this person can be so knuckle dragging stupid. <clears throat> During and after the Cold War, the right, the damn right, undertook a relentless campaign that rages on to this day of falsely spearing Democrats on the left as a cause of authoritarianism like the horrendous dictatorships of Joseph Stalin in the Soviet Union. By the way, Cody, Stalin was a communist. So he starts a paragraph bashing Republicans, conservatives, for, for attacking communism, and he ends it by himself attacking people who were communists. Oh, this is painful. <clears throat> Adolf Hitler in Germany, Fidel Castro in, in Cuba, and Hugo Chavez in Venezuela. Those were all leftists, Cody. All communists, except for Hitler. He was a, a, uh, a fascist. In fact, the right, he continued so malign the concept of socialism and the profoundly influential thinker Karl Marx. Karl Marx was an influential thinker. Karl Marx was a raving lunatic who took advantage of stupid people like you, Cody. And after a whole century of communism killing more than 110 million people, you still can't figure it out. And you want to lecture someone else, Mr. Cody Kane? But the right so maligned Karl Marx, the wonderful man that he was, the lunatic, that socialism remains a poisonous word to this day, often wielded as a weapon against Democrats and liberals. Good. Venezuela has socialism. How's it going in Venezuela, Cody? How about North Korea? Gulags. Gulags also in China. What do those countries have in common? Oh, yes, they're communist, which is, let's face it, socialism is a rest stop on the road to communism. Even Marx himself and early, early Soviet leaders, even they said, Cody, are you paying attention, Cody? That, no, 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 quit picking your nose for a minute, Cody, but, but stop huffing the whiteout, okay? Stop it. Pay attention, Cody. Put your crayons down. Even those early Soviet leaders said the aim wasn't socialism. 
It was communism. Read a history book, Cody. Get the crayons out of your nose. Stop it, Cody, you moron. <clears throat> Republican candidates accuse uh, Democratic candidates of being diabolical socialists and claim that Democratic policies such as Medicare for all, child care, or taxing the rich or evil socialism. Cody, redistributing wealth is one of the key elements of Marxism, which is the father of both socialism and communism. Again, think, boy, think. If you were here, I would slap you and attempt foolishly to get some brain function in your skull. And you cry, of course, Cody. But you're not here, and it wouldn't be not it wouldn't be right to be honest to slap you. It wouldn't do any good because your head's like uh well if you just put corn husks in someone's head, that would be the equivalent to you, Cody. Republicans allege electing Democrats will turn America into a failed socialist state like Venezuela. Every state that has embraced what Venezuela embraced has become a failed socialist slash communist state, Cody. Why do you think Cubans are protesting right now? They don't want to live under communism. They can't get medicine. Oh, it's free health care. You can't get to it. You can read. Everyone can read. They got 100% literacy, right? In Cuba, Cody? I'll call you Cuba, Cody, from now on. It's kind of cute. Unlike your stupidity. So, yeah, they have 100% literacy in Cuba. And guess what, Cody? The government can tell you both what to read and what you can't read. Give me illiteracy with liberty to be able to learn and read what the hell you want and not what you don't want to read. Give me that over a state that forces me to read things and forbids me to read other things, Cody. And no, I wouldn't even forbid somebody from reading your garbage because I want the left to expose its own stupidity. And let me tell you what, the bottom of that barrel, the stupid barrel, Cody, you're no longer in there. You've been digging under that sucker for probably all your life. You're going to get so deep you might actually hit China which is communist, which, of course, you would love. You'd just call it a socialist paradise. Yeah, unless you're a Uyghur Muslim and you're arrested and forced into re-education camps, also known as gulags. <clears throat> Shockingly, he said, this nonsense actually works. Yeah, because people can read history books and they can think, Cody. Well, not you, but normal people with functioning brain stems in the least Seriously, give me someone with a brainstem only. They're smarter than you, Cody. When people hear socialism, they think of Stalin and Hitler. They've been incorrectly conditioned to associate Stalin and Hitler with the left wing. And wrongly <clears throat> conclude that left wing policies lead to totalitarianism. This is a big lie. Uh, God, there's not enough Tylenol, Advil, bare aspirin to get rid of a headache like you, Cody, because you are truly that stupid. 
<clears throat> I don't remember Stalin being a big proponent of people owning firearms. The right here is sacrosanct is your right to keep and bear arms. Hitler, Stalin, no, total opposite. The right here is for keeping your own money. You earn the money, you keep it. Taxes are okay. The rate should be low, the same across the board, and fair. It should be confiscatory, should be punitive. They should only fund what we should legit, legitimately spend. That's the rights view of taxes in a nutshell. Stalin, all communist, everything you get, we should then take and redistribute it. Did you even study in school, Cody? The truth is that left-wing policies, Cody continues, broadly speaking, are popular and beneficial to society, while dictatorial regimes are right-wing. They are because Cody says so. So if someone comes in, forms a regime, takes over government, takes everyone's money, then redistributes it, follows the tenets of communism to a T, the writings of Marx and Engels to a T, it's the fault of conservatives in Cody's little world where reality is not welcome. I mean, this is truly the stupidest human being. This guy makes Juan Williams look intelligent. His stupidity is less offensive to me, actually more offensive to me, than even Geraldo Rivera's douchebag mustache. Policies that are unpopular and horrendous for society. That's how he sums up conservative policies. Keeping more of the money you make, horrendous. Keeping, being able to defend yourself, to speak your mind, to read what you want, to choose your own health care insurance, to support yourself, to live your life, to raise your children as you see fit, to associate with whom you want, to work hard. To be honest, these are undesirable values to Mr. Cody. And they're all right-wing. He prefers communism. Except that he forgets the communists are the, are the actual people who do evil, not conservatives. Then he has this jewel. This is a real sentence. He really wrote this, folks. So how did these opposites become associated with each other? How is it that the beneficial policies from the left wing of the political spectrum became mixed together with dictators from the right wing of the spectrum? Again, Stalin, Mao, Chavez, Castro, all noted conservatives. I mean, they were used to be, they used to hang out with like uh, uh, all types of Barry Goldwater, I'm sure, and, and Thomas Sowell and others, and Reagan, the founders of this country. <clears throat> to understand all this, he writes, keep in mind that the two basic forms of government that are opposite to each other, and let us indeed oversim oversimplify for clarity. There's not enough oversimplification for you, Cody, because you're just simple and thick, very, very thick and very, very simplistic. One form of government is a monarchy. 
or is monarchy rather, which is ruled by king or dictator. The other is democracy, which is ruled by the people through popular vote for their elected officials. Monarchy and dictatorships are right wing, while democracy is left wing. You do know that democracy can become very, very, very dangerous to the people because you're one vote away from banning every right you have, Cody. Do you not grasp this? And note that communists always, always try to hide what they're really about by talking about democracy, democracy, democracy. Why do they do it, my friends? They do it so they can, they can pull the wool over the eyes of walking, knuckle-dragging, paste-eating, glue-sniffing morons like Cody Kane, who is simply the stupidest human being I've ever encountered. You've heard of people who don't know anything? This guy doesn't suspect anything. And please uh, go read this. This is, it's, it has to be parody. That's what I actually thought when I first read this. But it's up at Salon right now. Cody Kane wrote it, published on August the 14th of 2021. And uh, again, it's called Republicans Claim to Fear Left-Wing Authoritarianism. But there's no such thing by Cody Kane at Salon, Salon.com. Uh, I think you can actually enter dumbass pundits and you'll get Salon and Slate will come up and The Root and some others like Vox and, and some others. But seriously, go read this. I'm not going to uh, go through the whole thing. It's fairly lengthy. And uh, to be honest, the, the Tylenol I took earlier for my joint pain, it's it's actually wearing off. I'm getting, now the joint pain's coming back, now I'm getting a headache from reading this idiot's uh, ramblings. Wow. Unbelievable how stupid some people are. Unbelievable. This is, guy, this is a guy who votes. That should scare you, folks. That should scare you. Up is down. Left is right. The sky's the, the ground. The grass is purple. The clouds are yellow. Flowers are, are bad. Poison's good. Whatever whatever delusional thoughts are in Cody Kane said, I don't even want to know. That's it for me, my friends. Thank you for helping me uh, <clears throat> struggle my voice through this. God bless you. Take care. Remember the three golden rules of life. I'm going to start up with different order today. Go Gators. If you're left, you just ain't right. If you're Cody Kane, ugh, don't get me started again. And yes, God bless America and conservatism and common sense. And please, someone gives, give, give Cody a clue at some point. We have found the dumbest person on the planet. His name is Cody Kane. Take care, my friends. Uh, I will try to do one of these tomorrow. Hopefully, my voice will be in better shape. Again, apologize for the coughing and and little uh, wheezing there. <clears throat> but uh, allergies are killing me, killing me, killing me. Have been all summer, uh, really, since spring from time to time. Take care, my friends. God bless. We'll talk to you soon. Be good to yourselves today. Okay, kids. Bye.